Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way, a podcast created for the aspiring female runner or one in the making who is ready to let go of the pressure to perform, quit chasing someone else's pace, and start embracing her own. My name is Pamela Otero, a certified running coach and personal trainer, and each week I'll be sharing practical running strategies and mindset shifts to help you do just that. So, if you're ready to run your way, then grab your running shoes, lace up, and listen in. There's this misconception that many runners have that your runs should be all out all of the time. You might be someone who's been believing that for quite some time, and it could possibly be the reason you're struggling, struggling with your running. And I can totally understand why you might be getting sucked into that type of thinking. Because if you're like many runners I know that lay in bed each and every night, or at least most nights, after getting the kids situated, cleaning up the kitchen after dinner, or sending that last work email, and you start the scroll, you know, that time-sucking scroll that pulls you in gets you to scroll through all those running Facebook groups you joined, looking at post after post after post of runners sharing their workouts, their runs, their pace, their stats, their splits. And within seconds, actually nanoseconds probably, you pass judgment on yourself because those posts look nothing like your runs or your pace. And then immediately, you have these thoughts and judgments about yourself and your running. Thoughts of, you're not running fast enough. You're slow. You need to push harder. You need to run faster. Because isn't that the ultimate end game? The end all be all with running? Being faster? I really think it's an obsession. So many runners are obsessed with the need to be fast. I put air quotes around fast. Using all their energy each and every run to make that happen. Even though they're struggling and they're not enjoying one minute of it. Is that you? Have you bought into that misconception? Are you spending too much time scrolling and judging yourself? If so, I want to encourage you to stop. Stop trying to run fast. Especially if you're struggling. Because even if it appears that everyone else is doing it, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing to be doing. Which is exactly why I want to share with you today six benefits to running slower. Yes, six benefits to running slower. And before I jump into those benefits, let me just say that there are some benefits to running faster. I'm not totally dissing faster running, but running faster has a very, very specific time 
and a specific place in your training. And next week, I'll be talking with you about those benefits because I do think understanding both is important. Understanding each of these two types of running provides different benefits. And I feel that having you know that will help you understand and decide where you want to put more of your energy, more of your time, and more of your focus when you're running. Because one of my goals with this podcast is to really help you start making connections, actively be engaged with what you're doing and why you're doing it. Begin to approach your running with intention if you're not already doing that. So my hope by the end of this episode today is that you'll run away making those connections and I'll have made a strong case that has you thinking, wow, these are some great benefits to running slower. I can see why it's so dang important. And now I don't have to stress so much about trying to run faster. I can just embrace this relaxed pace of mine instead of getting so wrapped up in what everybody else is doing. How does that sound? Does that sound like a good idea? Do you want me to make a strong case for running slower? I hope so. Okay, let's do it. Let's dive in to the six benefits to running slower. Here they are. Number one, when you run slower, it's a way more efficient way for your body to metabolize the nutrients you take in in the form of food to produce energy for your muscles. When you're running slower, your body is using oxygen to break down, to convert, or to metabolize fats and carbohydrates, which is called aerobic metabolism, and convert those nutrients into usable energy. And having oxygen available only happens when you're running slower And having this oxygen available and this process of aerobic metabolism is way more efficient and produces way more energy when you're working at a lower intensity, when you're running slower. On top of that, it's a process that can happen for hours and hours, which gives you the energy you need to be able to run longer and longer without bonking. So even if we look at it from a weight loss perspective, when you run slower, you're burning more of your body fat, your fat stores, instead of your limited glycogen stores. And because you just might be like me, you might desire to trim down a bit, lose some of that body fat while preserving your muscle. Running slower allows for this because you don't burn fat running at higher intensities, which for most is a faster pace that's harder to maintain. But instead, when you're running faster, you metabolize carbohydrates that have been stored as glycogen instead. And those glycogen stores are limited. 
They don't last long and they prevent you from running longer and they make your running feel harder. So that's the first benefit to running slower is how you metabolize the nutrients you take in and how those nutrients actually fuel your running and fuel your muscles, which is hugely important to keep you running. The second benefit I have for you to running slower is that when you run slower, whether you're new to running, you've had an interruption in your training, let's say because of an injury or just being out of the running game for a while, and you're wanting to get back into your running, or you're preparing for a goal race or a goal distance, slow running is the smart thing to do to begin building your foundation. An experienced runner would never build their foundation while also focusing on running fast. And if those people you see as you're scrolling on Facebook are doing that, then they're not experienced runners and they don't know what the heck they're doing. Building your base mileage is the most important and the phase of training where most of your time is spent out of all of the weeks on your training schedule. And running slower during that base building phase, building up that base mileage, is the safest way for you to progressively build those miles up. And as you're building that base, building that foundation, building those miles up over the many weeks, you're also able to work on developing good running form and good running mechanics. More often than not, when runners focus on running fast, they're not at all focused on having good running form. And in order to master good form, you need to run slower so that you can create those connections between your brain and what your body's doing and what that should feel like before ever trying to speed up. Because it doesn't make any sense to struggle to run fast while at the same time struggle to run with good form and build your mileage all at the same time. It's just too much work for the brain to manage. And usually the brain puts its energy into speed instead of mechanics, not to mention the risk of injury that comes with all of that. So that's the second benefit. It has to do with building your base mileage, building your foundation. It's critical to your running. The third benefit is that when you run slower, you're actually just training your body to be on its feet progressively longer each week by gently and gradually stressing your body, your musculoskeletal system, and training it to be more resilient at handling the progressive increases in mileage or time as you continue with your training. You're building resistance to injury and preparing your body gradually so that down the line, if you opt for that faster running or that higher intensity, your body is physically capable of handling it. Because when you run faster, it places way more impact and stress on your body 
and your body's structures, ligaments, tendons, muscles, bones, joints, and it increases your risk of getting injured, especially if you haven't first prepped your body for that type of running. Now, the fourth benefit I have for you is my absolute favorite. It's the biggest benefit um, that I like to think about to running slower. It's not necessarily the sexiest. I think the first one about um, metabolizing nutrients and weight loss for many is probably the um, benefit that they like to think of the most. But this fourth benefit to me is the biggest when it comes to running slower. And that is that when you're running slower, you're strengthening the most important muscle in your body, your heart. When you run slower, you're training your heart to be more efficient and to do its job better. You're able to pump a larger amount or a greater volume of blood every time your heart beats, every time it contracts. It's called stroke volume. You're able to increase that stroke volume as your heart gets stronger and more efficient. And you strengthen it to do this when running slower. In addition to that, because your heart is responsible for, for pumping and supplying oxygenated blood to those working muscles, your running muscles, when you run slow, you're actually increasing what's called um, vascularization specifically with your capillaries, you're creating more of these, you're opening up the ones you have even more, these teeny tiny blood vessels. And when you have more capillaries, you're better able to get more oxygenated blood to your muscles more efficiently, which ultimately allows you to run longer and feel stronger. So next time you start being pulled by your ego to run faster and get caught up with what everybody else, or at least what you perceive everybody else is doing, tell yourself, nope, I'm going to hang right here at this relaxed pace so I can create more of these awesome, teeny tiny, little powerful capillaries. Can you tell this benefit makes me happy? It really does. I think it's so fascinating. So that's the fourth benefit. The fifth benefit to running slower is that you're able to practice regulating your breathing. You know, that inhalation of oxygen and that exhalation of carbon dioxide while figuring out, finding your groove, finding a comfortable rhythm with your breathing and your running. I want you to think back to the last time you ran fast. Could other people around you hear how hard you were breathing? Can you recall where all your breaths were coming from? Were you breathing solely in and out of your mouth? Or were you able to comfortably breathe in through your nose? Where you actually get in more oxygen, you actually filter the air when you breathe in through your nose. And then out through your mouth, where you expel that carbon dioxide, that byproduct, that waste product that's produced. All of this stuff really matters. It directly impacts how you feel when you're running. I hope you see that. Because it's very hard 
to find a rhythm and to comfortably breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth when you're working your butt off to run fast. More than likely, you have shallow breathing where you're breathing in and out of your mouth. And then eventually what happens is you get a side stitch because your diaphragm is spasming and it's overworked because you're not having those deep breaths in and those relaxed, controlled breaths out. And running slower helps you do that, helps you practice regulating your breathing. All right, now the final benefit, at least for today's podcast episode, the final benefit to running slower, because, hey, I'm sure I can dig up plenty more benefits to running slower, is that it prepares you physically and mentally for different types of running and mileage to come. All of these previous five benefits that I just shared with you, they're preparing you. They're strengthening your body. They're helping you become more efficient. And so the sixth benefit is really slower running does prepare you physically and mentally for all the other types of running. If you choose to, you know, participate in those that are up on the horizon, if you decide to start training for a goal distance or a goal race. Because in order to be able to run longer mileage or train for a race or train for a particular distance, you really have to master your body's ability to metabolize the nutrients that will sustain those miles, sustain your muscles. You have to master good running form and master that good breathing. And you really need to have a body that's resilient to doing all of it so that you're not susceptible to injury. And more importantly, you have to have a mind that's actually strong enough to be able to carry you through that training schedule and through those miles that are up on the horizon. And when you're running slower, you have a lot of time to think You have a lot of time to kind of work through maybe some of these beliefs you have about yourself being a runner. You have a lot of time to work through building this base, creating these habits. And a lot of that comes down to the strength of your mind. And all of this can only happen if you're physically and mentally prepared. And slower running helps you do that. And when your time and your energy and your focus is on running fast instead of running slow, you're so caught up in the speed and what everybody else is doing. All of these things, like I mentioned to you, increasing mileage, metabolizing the nutrients, breathing, not getting injured. All of these things are going to be harder to achieve, which is why you're either not enjoying your running right now or you're struggling when your energy and your time and your focus is just on running fast. It just makes it so much harder. So remind yourself of these six benefits that I shared with you today, especially when you're tempted to push harder and run faster. 
because running slower physiologically and mentally is really where most of your running should be. It's the most important phase of your training. It's where 60 to 70% of your overall training schedule should be. The sharpening phase, which is where faster running is intended, which is actually what I'll talk with you about next week. That's a small percentage of your whole overall training schedule. It's this slower running that really takes up about 60 to 70% of your overall training. If you want to train and be strong and complete confidently that desired running distance or that desired goal race that you have. So for this week, and honestly, I'm going to suggest for most of your running weeks, keep your pace relaxed, keep your pace slow, and know that there are huge benefits to you, to your running, to your overall well-being to do so. It's where I spend most of my time and where I've been running for almost 20 years, slow. Prior to that, I was an experienced runner. I've been running, I'm going to be 50 next year, and I started running when I was eight. But I will tell you the last 20 years, I've been focusing on embracing a relaxed pace and focusing on running slow. But prior to that, I was pushing, I was grinding, I was hating every single minute of my running. Not every mile, every minute, really. I hated it. And I don't want that for you. So until next week, my friend, I want you to go grab those running shoes of yours, lace up, and go enjoy the beautiful outdoors. 